Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's there. The guy, go, the guy who's running it gets in, drives it one length, then turns it around on the corner and drives it back. And suddenly 600 litres of diesel starts spilling because the turning radius is for some reason narrow enough that the roller compactor cut the diesel tank? Ready? Yes. We're ready, Freddie. Hello, and welcome to the show. Are you too scared to ask? Are you too lazy to Google? Then this show's right for you. We're here at No Idea Yet, where we discuss any and all topics, go away, do some Google foo, and see what we found a week later, all wrapped nicely in an episode for you guys. I'm this week's host, Freddie, and I'm here with Johnny. Hello. And Alistair. Hello. This week, there is a, oh man, what's the word for it? Bad language warning. Okay. So this week, if you have some little ones content. bad words, then maybe double check this episode before you listen, but I promise you it's not that bad. Okay, so today the, the theme is animal welfare, right? But I have a bit of a bonus for you guys, and this is where the content warning comes up. We're going to first, I've got two lined up, but maybe we only have one. Am I the assholes? Now, mm. if you're not familiar with this, it's when people write on the internet a situation that they've been in, and they're not sure if they're in the wrong or they're in the right. And it's called, am I the asshole? So... Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yeah. First one, I think, is quite a fun one. It's not too long. I'm not going to tell you what the title is. I'm just going to read you the story and then the title at the end for, you know, atmospheric-ness. So, Am I the Asshole? This is a story written by uh, AITA uh, Lost Pet. That's the name of the user. So I think you can see where this might be going. So this weekend, I was walking through the park and saw a cat that looked like the one I'd seen on posters that were posted around the neighborhood. They said there was a reward of $500 for finding their lost cat. I caught the cat, which was pretty easy since he was friendly, and checked the poster to see if it was him. It was. I went home, put him in the back porch and called a number on the poster to let them know that I'd found their cat. They were happy that I found him and said that they could come and pick him up right away. I confirmed that there was a $500 reward texted the guy a picture of the cat and gave him my address. This is where the problem started. When he got to my house, I asked for the reward money before returning the cat. He said that actually there wasn't a reward and that he only advertised it to increase the chance that people would look for his cat. I told him that I wasn't going to give his cat back until he paid the promised reward and that he shouldn't have posted one if he wasn't gonna pay it. He got angry and threatened to call the cops that I wouldn't give him the cat. I said that he was welcome to and that I'd be happy to get things on record in case I had to take him to small claims court. He begrudgingly told me that he would back, be back later with the money. Later that night, he came back with a full 500. I gave him the cat and that was the end of it. When I told my girlfriend about it, she thought that I should have just given him the cat since it cost me nothing to catch it. And everyone's having a hard time right now. Some of my friends also think the guy was probably desperate to get his pet back. So it's kind of a bad word of me to profit from a lost animal. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So, am I the arsehole? <laughs> <laughs> what a great one. That is so good. That's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. 
either of you want to go first? What do you think he is the asshole? I I I think it's a kind of thing like in a court of law that no, you're not because you're just asking for what was expected. But at the same time, of like as person to person about somebody's dear pet, you can probably appreciate. But I'd also be like, well, could I have at least a smaller reward because I did this was the intention? I guess. Yeah, been like, oh, can you just give me a hundred for like? The difficulty or something. Or can you buy me a crate of beer or something like that? Do you know, even just you know, a gesture in return, I feel, would be yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I agree. I think that's it. To be honest, a lot of them you see that are hilarious because they are, the person is so clearly the arsehole. Right? <laughs> yeah. A little bit more nuanced than that. They're both kind of at fault a bit. Like, yeah. the guy definitely shouldn't, you shouldn't promise something and then not give it. That's just poor form in general, right? That's just like making a deal and then not, not going through with it. That's just poor form in my opinion. But, Really, like, yeah, really going ham on him and I'm not giving you a cat until you pay me. Then you're like, yeah, you're yeah. selling it. You're basically you selling it. I don't know much about, I don't have any cats, but I know dogs are obviously really expensive, but I feel like cats really aren't very expensive, so you can just buy a new cat for less than 500 quid. <laughs> Maybe that, that's the non-pet owner in me saying, well, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's just like, it's just like a goldfish. You just replace it, don't you? No, you can get like thousands Yeah, a new cat, they right? cheap. <laughs> No, to wait out. Like you assumed you didn't want the cat, like the the, the real owner. So just sat out there waiting until the cat escaped. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, no, cats are expensive. Can be. I think some oh. thousand pounds, like Siamese cats and stuff like that. Depending. Johnny, verdict: Is he the asshole? Is oh, the I mean, asshole? I would say possibly as this category is you answer of like not the asshole or everyone sucks mm. here. I kind of feel like maybe and everyone sucks because. Really, if someone says, I don't have the money, you'd be like, I'm annoyed about that, but here's your cat, because I don't want a cat. <laughs> you don't want yeah. to keep it hostage. Win some, lose some kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd be like, well, could, could you buy me a beer or something? Do you like, As a nice gesture, because I feel that's not too asking of somebody, but I appreciate you'd be like, I, I don't care enough. You can have the cat for free. It, I just found the cat easy enough. Alistair? Yeah, I agree. I, I think definitely you'd be disappointed, and I think everyone sucks a bit. Like, everyone's partly at fault, but the guy definitely didn't handle it very well. I don't think. Oh yeah, yeah that's fine. We, we should definitely do these at the beginning of more like yeah, every episode. All my holy podcasts about that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That guy definitely was the asshole because you don't. Guys, just I, mean, I, I, I think it's yeah. Like, like Johnny says there is. You assume that there is always one asshole, and that that is the that is the overwhelming. You know, yeah. there's one asshole, one good guy. But I think yeah. In, like I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you watched Tiger King back when it was on. My take on Tiger King is that they are all terrible people. Like, oh just, oh my! Terrible. I don't get how started siding with one person or the other. Like that, exactly. it was like they're all terrible people. people. Yeah. And it's like you know, oh, Carol Baskin did this, yeah, but have you just forgot the, the train wreck? <laughs> but oh, yeah, the Tiger King. Anyway, didn't need to go on a uh, uh, side. Uh, what's going on? A little detour there. I know. Very nice. the world okay. before. Yes, Aaron. Do you have time for one more? This is about dogs this time. Yeah, would you like another one? I go on, yeah. Yes. I'm sure the listeners who are sitting in their car and they just have this on in the background, they're like, go on, mate, go on. Why go not? on. Okay. So the story goes, last year, my female 32 sister, who's female 28, was kicked out of her boyfriend's house and I took her in. We don't have the best relationship, but she was jobless and I was the only relative still living in our country. They don't specify. Surprise, surprise, about two months later, she figured out she was pregnant. One day she started to complain about my dog, a beautiful two-year-old half husky, and how it would be bad for her baby and that she wouldn't want to raise her kid with a wild animal around. My dog is a total sweetheart, brackets. 
I told her it was my house and if she was not comfortable here, she could leave and my dog was staying no matter what. She kept complaining, but I wouldn't change my mind. About two weeks ago, I had to travel for work to a remote location for a few days. When I came back, my dog was not home and my sister claimed she had no idea where it was. We got into a fight because I didn't believe her. I ended up storming off and asking a few neighbors if they'd seen it. One told me that last time he saw it was when my sister took him somewhere a few days ago. She uses my Uber account because she's broke. So when I found that an odd trip to the other side of the city, I connected the dots. I drove all the way over there and asked around until I found my dog in a street restaurant. The owner took him after a blonde pregnant woman, left him leashed to a fence. I ended up explaining the situation, paying him like 500 bucks and I got my dog back. When I went home, I kicked out my sister. I gave her enough money for a week in a hotel and sent her on her merry way. She made a huge scandal and I admit I was a bit too forceful, but I was furious. She later clarifies forceful just means screaming, nothing physical. She called all of my family and friends and they're all telling me that I'm an asshole for picking my dog over my pregnant sister and that I should take her back, that I should value that unborn baby more than a silly animal. I think my dog is more important and what my sister did was unforgivable, but I'll accept your judgment. There are some updates that I will read if we need them. So. Alistair first. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think what's really important there is that they say that they weren't close to start off with. Because I think it, a lot of people think it's a given that siblings get on, but they don't always. Mm. And so that is actually, I think, quite important to, as, as a caveat to that is, you know, you can definitely not get on with your siblings. And, you know, that, and therefore, I think that that makes it even, that, make, that would definitely side with her not being, not being the asshole, as it were. Um, but yeah, obviously, if you're going to, I don't know, if, she, if she's really like, again, if, if, especially if it's a more impoverished country, you don't know where it is, but you'd assume it's maybe somewhere colder based on the fact that the dog's half husky. I don't know, maybe. But oh. if, and if she is really down on luck, like a pregnant woman by herself, that's that's rough so and it is your sister so uh, yeah I, again I, th I don't think anyone's i, I think the other sisters what she did was pretty terrible um like yeah just kind of there are be, a bit great, be a bit more grateful for what you've got and what, what your sister's offering you and don't mm. taken before it gets to this point don't you think yeah or oh, that's right action should be taken or, there are steps to be taken before oh, you yeah. Yeah. you know take the dog and hide it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i i, I think person <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like yes it, i think the biggest thing is it's less about the animal or the pregnancy is the trust isn't it you know if you go away and for her it may be her most prized thing and the thing she loves the most in the world you don't know if she's single if she's got a relationship she could live on her own and the dog is her like life and soul you, you don't know that with the person um that you you feel like you can't leave your sister alone in the house because they may get rid of your dog which could be the most important thing to you you may have a better relationship and I'm not saying this just as a dog owner, but some people may be like, I prefer my dog to my sister because I hate my sister kind of thing, which depended on the relationship, you know, as you say, Alistair. So it's, it's the trust that was broken. And therefore, I think the, the thing is the dog, which was got rid of, but it's the same thing of being like, I don't know how much I can trust you. Are you going to like suddenly change all the locks in the house and then kick me out without me knowing about it? Are you going to bring in a boyfriend who's going to be like bringing in whatever else? Or, you know, like, I think it's that thing of, I don't feel I can trust you in my home. And so, yeah, the thing is about the dog, but I think it's ultimately about the trust that was broken yeah. by saying, you got rid of something I really love by tying it to a fence, <laughs> like far away, yeah. you know. Using my Uber account, it's just poor. It's just, it's just, it's just poorly thought through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I don't want to dwell on this too much because we're going to move on. But if we just twisted this a little and assumed maybe that the lady was lying, 
and her dog wasn't very nice and was maybe very aggressive mm -hmm. and a scary animal to be around, would that change anything? Or you think still it's the trust? I, I think part of it is a case of for the woman who's pregnant, it's hard because it's kind of like as well having a kid, you know, like you've during got to do what's... Hmm? This, this is recent. This is during the pandemic. Oh, she had that's even harder. Like you can't get... No one would hire a pregnant woman and she works in tourism, which is a dead field right now. So oh. she really had nowhere to go. Yeah, because it's a case of, you know, like you, you try what's best for your kids, but at the same time, like if you can't go anywhere else and it's a case of, well, it's... I, mean, I think it'd be a case of trying to talk about it to be like, well, could we try doing something with training the dog or whatever? So I feel more comfortable with it. You know, if they're really not going to do anything, but yeah, yeah. not in a hard place. Yeah. Okay. Well, excellent. Thank you. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that beginning. So today's episode, like I mentioned, is to talk about animal welfare, because I realized when I read these, that's what inspired me that I didn't actually know anything about, the laws around pets because it does mention in some of the updates about how this lady says that there are no animal protection laws in the country that she lives in really so i thought oh you know what i actually don't know much about the uk's so first i'll ask you what do you know about the laws regarding pet shops we'll start small ish do either of you have any idea on the regulations i do have them by the way just a little bit written down um the laws regarding pet shops. I worked in a zoo, so that doesn't help. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do know that a pet has priority over zoo animals on a plane. So if they can have spent six months organizing a chimpanzee to go from the UK to like America, and it can be a huge logistical nightmare because you've got to learn how to track the animal to transport over. Also, when you're on a domestic flight, there could be like an elephant underneath you and you just wouldn't know. I think probably ship those. Um, but like, yeah, if somebody, so you've got like five chimps, they're all going to be on a domestic flight. They're all going to be in, in, in the cargo bay, whatever. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> somebody decides, I'm going to bring my cat to America from the UK. Those chimps get just shafted. You know, they are, they are not the priority. Pets come over as your animals. So, you know, anyone who's domestically flying with an animal, you could be kicking out some, like some whatever animal from a zoo to a zoo because they don't take priority. Fun fact. I don't know. Interesting. Alistair, Roy, yeah. any, any clue? This is definitely a no idea yet for me. Um, I had a friend who used to work at a pet shop, and I know that he got fired because he used the excuse that his grandma died five times. <laughs> <laughs> How many grandmas have we got? <laughs> Even if they're both the same sex couple, you're pushing it at five, mate. Um, no, I, actually, I, I, uh, I really don't know much about it. I'll be, I'll okay, be so I'll give you... I, like I, said, I assume that there are laws about what there's obviously exotic animals and things that you can't have and I don't know but honestly I, I, I said I don't know I, I know one thing which is about no idea mate. anything which doesn't have an internal skeleton can be fed live food so like any insects any also mollusks like octopuses don't actually have any protection against them they come as the same insects so you can live feed insects to animals so especially in the UK whereas you can't live feed like a fish to it has to be a dead fish it can't be a living fish it can't be a living mouse it has to be a dead mouse so anything which is a, is a vertebrate can't be fed to anything when it's alive. Whereas if it's invertebrate, then it can be fed alive. So crickets, locusts, um, I guess crabs, to be honest. Um, but it also includes octopus, considering they're so intelligent that they have no protection whatsoever because they don't have a vertebrae. I can live feed an octopus to my horse. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it because if you live feed octopus, they can stick in your throat and choke you. 
armor poor heels or the poor octopus don't know both fair enough okay so pet shop laws you have no idea well maybe you'll look something up on that later hint okay let's go to then dog breeding so do you know that a law has changed very recently regarding dog breeding and i'm wondering if you guys what you guys think about this it is now banned to have a third party sale of kittens and puppies in the uk not in wales yet do you know what this means a third party sale you yeah. say is that where somebody's so there's a middleman so like a pet shop buys kittens to sell to somebody else basically alistair do you know exactly what Johnny just said it was on the tip of my tongue of course um, <laughs> no honestly I, I like say I'm sure when you explain it, it was not, it's not going to be rocket science but I um, yeah off the top of my head so it's not my area of expertise you have to buy from no. a breeder yeah you can't just have some random breeder person sell kittens or puppies to a pet shop to then sell on I just right. think right so you can no longer do this but you can still do it in Wales why do you think this might be an issue or not? Well, because I know effectively, like I know a big thing with like breeders and stuff. Like now, good breeders they'll take any any. Well, at least for I know for dogs, it's like if you after six months you like actually I can't handle this dog. A good breeder will say I will take the dog back because I prefer the dog to be with me rather than you just giving them away because they care about the animals that they breed. Um, so I guess with that in mind, a breeder will usually they, they tend to breed because the love of the dog. And then they've got people in mind. So you usually have people who sign up for a dependent on a course. I'm assuming when you sell to a pet shop, you're not actually, you don't have anyone in mind. So you can ask people who breed 500 dogs, just puppy farm, sell to a pet shop because they don't need to care where it's going. Whereas a pet shop may be like, we can't sell all these dogs. What are we going to do? I guess just put them down. Um, yeah. So control. So Alistair, I'm feeling that you don't have, you're not sure on this subject. So the question is what basically is why we think why 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 is um third party uh, selling of pets no longer allowed? Is it something to do with um, the lockdown? Johnny's covered a bit of this, especially basically it's just not as regulated, and you could do a lot more naughty stuff. But it's pretty cool that breeders would take back animals. So yeah. I'm going to give you a further question. So I'm going to read out three things things subjects and Alistair see if you know anything about any of them or whether they are allowed or not allowed okay okay interesting so the imports to the UK live farm animal exports and animal sanctuaries do you do you think what do you think about any of these if I was on a quiz show and those are my three options I'd probably go animal sanctuaries okay so what do you think is the regulation for animal sanctuaries currently in the UK I think they're probably pretty appalling. Like, I, I think we, yeah. <laughs> yes. Until recently, there was no minimum standard. Oh my God, and yeah. Well, there's still no minimum standard for animal sanctuaries. Yes. Okay. So then live exports, do you think that that's happened still or not happened? Like, what is it like? pigs, for example, from the UK. I, I honestly don't know. No, I have no idea. I <laughs> absolutely no idea. Like, I Pass. guess it. I guess it probably does happen because I'd have thought it, it's 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 a it's just it, you know there's a lot of money in it, so I'd assume it would happen. But yeah. Okay. So but again, like Johnny was saying earlier, I don't know how difficult it is to do that. So again, it's something I have no idea about whatsoever. 
That's fair enough, fair enough. So actually, Alistair, I'm going to give you uh, that as your question to look up live exports. Just that's it. Any interesting facts you find about live exports? This, this, is for, this is just for meat or, or this is for, sorry, this is for like farming, meat, zoos, anything. Whatever you want. Live exports. I'm going to give you both different ones this week just to see. And then okay, I have a, fun, a cool thing about live export. It's not related to that, to be honest. It's just that um, it's a zoo story. And it was somebody said when they had to transport, I think it was a zebra, like down south, and they did it with the like the back of a transit van, but it's like kitted out for animals and whatever. But um, yeah, he said you've got this zebra which first kind of knocked out, and they start to come round, and they zebras are just like mad horses effectively. And he said you just you're driving, and you just feel like this kicking on the back of you, like smoth slamming against you constantly. He said you're just going down the motorway, you're just a bit terrified. This is like bucking animal smacking around on the back of you. I just think that's just mad. Oh my um, god. Oh, okay, fair enough. That, that sounds great. I mean, especially think about how bat, bat shit people were. I mean, back in, let's say, Victorian times when they're like, mm. I want peacocks, I want emus, and I want a giraffe like in my garden. So I can imagine there's been a lot of stories. But one, one bit of a, I don't know if it's a myth, somebody said at Chester Zoo and other people backed it up, but it's just a bit unbelievable that there was a point of where they had to transport a dead giraffe somewhere and it was on the motorway and the head was hanging out so you could see a dead giraffe driving down them. You know, was this the this, hang like, of the three by any chance? That's what it was like, too much of a joke. I was like, I don't really believe you, but there was like multiple people at the zoo said, no, yeah, there was like, they were transporting a dead giraffe somewhere. Um, and like the head popped out of the back of the truck or something because it was like an open top, something mad. And I don't really believe it, but I guess I'm putting it out there as a little thing of possibly to believe or not that there was at some point near Chester Zoo a dead giraffe hanging out on the way. Oh my god. Okay, well, just to wrap up before we finish, Johnny. So I've given Alistair a question about live exports. I'm going to be meaner to you. And do you know anything about? the punishment for animal cruelty in the UK. Oh, because there's been a few few stuff of where people have actually, I think they've started to have possibly jail time, because I know before it was just like community service or something like that, not huge, but I feel like there's been some cases. Public like, shaming on Facebook, big time. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's been like some animal cruelty to like a dog where somebody like got six months or something like that. You're close, you're close. So yes, it used to be the maximum penalty was six months no matter what you did, I think. Wow, um, that's mad. Yeah. But it's been but you definitely got an article written about you in the newspaper and definitely would have yeah. poo thrown at your house or, you know, yeah, dog shit through <laughs> video letterbox for the rest of your life. You know. yeah. Yeah. Fun fact for you as well, I don't know, I just, you might, might have heard about I don't know how, how like, international this news was, but um, the guy got the death penalty in China for killing, a, kill, killing and eating a panda. That's <laughs> 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 a move. Oh, wow. Fair, fair play. Yeah, that was a few years ago, but yeah. That's mad. Okay, okay, I've got to, okay, actually, I don't want to go down animal cruelty, to be honest. Like, you don't, have, you don't have to research the punishment for that. I was thinking, okay, you can research travelling circus. Do they still mm. exist? And what the rules are? Okay, because I don't actually Russia. know about circus. Pardon? I think in Russia, they still have them. I think not have them in the UK, though. Again, I think Wales still does. Like, bloody whales man went down this route basically there's been a change in animal welfare in the uk except whales hasn't caught up yet and so except whales 
Just the wheels. <laughs> I love animal cruelty, I do. I love it. <laughs> so, so, no sheep jokes, please. Yeah, so you can have a little look to see, because I don't know anything about Travelling Circus. So just tell me if it still exists or not. And for Alistair, we have live exports. Because again, I don't know. I just stumbled across some of this information when I was looking up. Really like, weird. Are we, are we going to touch on veganism and everything in this as well? Or oh, jeez. Animal <laughs> welfare. No, no, I'm just I'm curious if there's, if there's a plan to do that or if we're going to work that into a future episode or anything. Because obviously, yeah, I mean, as I feel like you can't really talk about animal welfare and everything without touching on that a little bit or something. But uh, watch me. <laughs> what, no. Yes. Watch me just watch me just talk about animal pets and zoos and be like, yeah, <laughs> eat as many cows as you want, but if you dare, don't Move you know them, you're on a plane. Yeah. Well, I think maybe in a future episode we can get into cool. some of Yeah, I, I say it's, it's, it's a heavy one, isn't it? So, yeah. I mean, it's, I did only found out recently when I was having a conversation with an uber vegan about honey. I mean, that's just a whole other... Oh, man. We're want... not going to talk about it. I so want to know about veganism views and vegans. Go watch the bee movie. It'll teach you everything you need to know about. <laughs> you can look it up. Honey yourself. and bestiality, and it's in there. Yeah, you want to. As if a woman falls in love with a bee, what is going on? Anyway? Isn't it communism as well in that film? Yes, definitely. Well, yeah, kind of, yeah. It's like, yeah, take away the workers, work and what are they leaving, I guess. I don't know. Okay, well, anyway, we've got another half of the episode, remember, so you can go down all these episodes if you want to. I'm just giving you a little idea to look up. If you want to, you can look up honey. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, well, thank you for listening to the first half. Oh, can okay. I finish on one more thing? One more thing. Go on, this is a good one. So zoos don't own animals. They don't actually have the rights to that animal. It, it always works on a kind of like, the animals at a certain zoo, everything's like, you've got a call, it's software called Zims, but it means that, that you can't buy or sell zoo animals whatsoever. It's not legal. I don't know if it's legality, but it's a case where they don't do that. It's more like a trade system. So usually be like, if somebody's known to be good at something, they're like, right, we'll give you this like a copy or something, but we do want something in return. What do you have? Sometimes it'd be like just as we like, well, we've got quite a few elephants have been given birth and there's a giraffe as well. So we'll trade you. So it kind of works in this thing. And it's not like animal for animal, but it does work in a sense of you're not allowed to buy or sell in the zoo trade. It's just that's not allowed. You don't own the animal, they are just at your zoo and you're showing them effectively. I know that, yeah, there's panda diplomacy, right? Where or like sorry, panda except yeah. pandas. Yeah, but panda because China owns all the pandas wherever they are anyway. Mm, so you can take away pandas if, if they if you yeah, annoy China, you can they can just take away your pandas. Um, also, I think yeah, my extent of my knowledge on that would also be limited to Madagascar. So I think we've got you know, <laughs> got a thing going on here. But yeah, okay. So yes, thank you. I'm glad that you guys were interested in this topic that I found checking out some debates on the internet. I'd like to do one of those again in the future. I know I, each episode I say this is what I'm going to do: news articles, and then I don't, but we're learning. So thank you for listening to the first half of No Idea Yet. So we'll join you after <laughs> the break from our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we totally have to have an advert break in the middle bit. That's what I was thinking as well. Oh. Perfect. And we'll find out what Johnny's found out about traveling circus. For <laughs> <laughs> like a solid half hour and then Alistair for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sporting pigs. Or like putting live animals. I don't know. Found out, yeah, you could totally export dead animals more than you could it's easier to export dead pigs than it is to export live ones either hey listeners if you've made it this far and you have anything maybe a product another podcast a charity that you'd like us to pop into our halftime interlude please let us know at no idea yet podcast at gmail.com
Hello and welcome back to part two of No Idea Yet. Today we've been talking about pets and animal welfare. I gave Johnny and Alistair a couple of questions to go off and research. It's been a week now and we'll be seeing what they found out in just a moment. But before we get started again, I feel like we should have another, and this is just a language warning now, another, am I the asshole? Are you up for it, guys? Of course. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so I have two, but I'm not going to do both. Now we, um, so I'm going to give you the choice, and if we, right at the end we can always uh, do the, the second one, and we can cut it out if it's too long. Would you like a duck one? I think it's all right, or a cat one. Well, now I'm thinking, all right, the duck one's all right, and the cat one. I don't know if that's better or worse. That is true. I think I, I thought we had a cat one last time, so we can definitely mix it up with a yeah, duck. duck. Okay, we'll have a duck one. We'll have a duck one. So, as I said earlier, I'm not going to say the title because it ruins it. So, disclaimer, this is a very British and polite post, not a serious issue. So I'll try and put my breast, breast British accent off. I, love, I live near a duck pond that has a, one population of ducks. When there's food, they all go to the same place. They don't split and go to different people. I regularly feed these ducks, but today, I, when I got to the pond, there was a group of adults and children putting out seed already. It actually says that, putting out seed. Um, no issue, I politely wait on the other side of the pond and take some pictures of other wildlife. Then the screams start. No one is being tragically murdered. The kids are shouting for the ducks to do something and running towards them when they do come on land. This is super not okay. So I throw down duck food on my side of the pond and hijack the little buttes. <laughs> the mother of the brats <laughs> loudly exclaims to the father of the brats that I was a bit bloody cheeky and stole the ducks from her kids. Loud enough for me to hear, but obviously not aimed at me. Polite and British, no confrontation. Am I the asshole for duck stealing? Oh my God, really high stakes on this one. Oh. Yeah. That's so, so gentle. <laughs> know, right? That so, is the tamest thing I've ever, yeah, I mean, absolutely. absolutely. I, th I think a prison sentence is in order. <laughs> I mean, if like, swans. If they were swans, this would be- uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, well. Oh, or Canadian yeah. geese. They'll be attacking you. Yeah, well, exactly. So I'm, I'm assuming it's a unanimous, not an asshole thing to do. I, I mean, I mean uh, it's an asshole for wasting our time and putting it on Reddit. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, this got thousands of upvotes. No, I, I think I can appreciate of like, yeah, someone's dicking around with the ducks. But at the same time, I mean, why are the parents complaining? Ducks aren't that interesting unless you're feeding them. And when you stop feeding them, they're just, they're just ducks. Get the get the board board with ducks guy over here. Oh my god! Oh, I'm I'm trying to make a point, <laughs> just so it's not Alistair being like you're wasting our time. Like, well, <laughs> let's let's ducks. I feel like if they're kids being kids, just like kids running around with ducks. Okay, it's, you know, but if they're actually I mean, the line where if, if he's being asked for really is like were the kids actually harming the ducks anyway? If like, if one of the kids like kick the duck or something, then of course that's fair that you should. I don't know, be a duck hero by feeding them seed on the other side of the pond. It is just so <laughs> hilariously British hero. Just, just really trying to like, just, like what, what can we, how can we find? All right, all right. No, I like this one. No, no, so I, I think uh, why were the parents not worried about the kids boiling the ducks? duck one, that's eh, all right. And we have a cat one. I like the duck one. Ooh, how all right can the duck one be? God, it must the duck was worth it. it. You know what, Fred? You, you've set the bar now. you set the bar nice and low. Let's go for the cat one. <laughs> uh, do we have time for the cat one? 
yeah, go for it. I mean, you can cut it out if you want. Right. Am I the asshole? It's safe to say that I'm a dog person. I've always loved dogs and always had dogs. And my dog that I have now is my best bud. I love how social they are and how much they show love back to their humans and that they are smart and trainable. I definitely do not like cats. Lots of people love them and that's fine, but I personally do not even slightly see the appeal of taking care of an animal that doesn't give two shits if you live or die. And that takes an insane amount of training and effort to even learn basic commands, which they will only ever do if they feel like it. I can't count how many times I've been scratched or bitten by a cat for no other reason than I dared go near it. So yeah, not a fan. They don't like cats. My girlfriend and I have been dating for coming up to one year and she is a one in a million girl. When we're apart, I often find myself just wanting to spend time together. She is wickedly funny and always making me laugh out loud and an amazing artist. And she has a cat. It's not oh, even- she, Oh, did plot twist, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> it's not even particularly bad cats or anything as far as cats go, very average, but I'm so the opposite of a cat person that even average is bad. Have you ever hated someone so much that every little thing annoys you? That's what cats are like to me. And this cat's just everywhere when I'm hanging out in my girlfriend's apartment, jumping up and down from shelves, pardon me, jumping up and down from shelves, stepping on my crotch, kneading my legs with its paws, and most, most importantly, claws, yowling outside the bedroom door whenever I spend the night. My girlfriend, of course, loves him and doesn't see any flaws. All of this wouldn't be a problem, but as I said, we're approaching one year and I've been thinking about our future together. I mean, wow, it's, it's been a year. Okay. Um, Jonathan, I could see myself marrying this girl and I want her to move in with me, but I do not want her to have, a, have the cat. I don't even know if my dog will get along with it and I know I will get along with it. I tried to talk to my girlfriend about the issue and she just turned stone fucking cold. Hey, maybe cat can live with your parents when we move them together. They're in the same city as us. No, we're a package deal. I think I kind of swapped the voices there. Yes. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm all open. Maybe she's got deep voice. <laughs> I tried very calmly and rationally explaining to her the issue, which is basically that he just hates cats. I mean, she's, he's not addicted. Uh, I'm addicted. Uh, allergic. <laughs> Different words. <laughs> addicted to cats, I guess. <laughs> addicted to cats. Right, yeah. um, a very weird way of expressing it. And she outright said that I need to figure out what's more important to me because either they both move in with me or we break up and stop wasting each other's time. It's just a full ultimatum and holding the relationship hostage. I feel like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place here. If she's playing hardball, would it be an asshole move for me to play hardball right back and say she can't move in until she rehomes the cat? But aren't they both doing ultimatums? Like it's like, oh, she's giving me ultimatum. Like, so are you. It's the exact yeah. yeah it'd be like the, the thing is the cat and the dog, realistically, you know, like if they don't get along, like you can have a dead cat or a hurt dog. Yeah. Also, I really struggle to believe that he's been with her for a year. And if this bugs him that much, that it hasn't come up quite a lot. And I don't know, it just seems like it would be quite a big deal. I love the every time that he goes out, opens the door, it's like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend, then just like seething hatred for the cat. <laughs> I like it's one of those TV shows where it's like, sees the thing, the cat's in the background, like, staring <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, at it, and then the cat like gives him the finger from behind. He's like, see, she did it again. <laughs> he's so beautiful, he's fine. Just open a window and hope there's a guy who really likes ducks, but instead it's cats, just steal the cat. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, this guy stole my girlfriend's cat. I don't mind. I mean, <laughs> threw some fish out, yeah. The street. Yeah. I mean, yeah. One of the Am I the Arseholes from earlier in the episode. I mean, maybe it'll end up with him taking the cat and just dropping it somewhere off in another city. But as long as he doesn't use Uber, he's safe. Well, I, I like the fact yeah. that, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with the cat. He just doesn't like cats. And then it's kind of like, it seems like cats are more important to you 
than the relationship. Oh, you're not the cats, the hatred of cats. Yeah. I never had cats, but they can be great. Apparently, I, I, I heard a thing of like saying like, when you get a dog or a puppy, people, they'll take like six weeks on holiday or whatever. They get, they put loads of time out to get a puppy. Whereas cats, they're just like, oh, I'll have a week off and go back to work. It's like the cats still need the same amount of like socialization. So like the reason why you sometimes get like bad cats is because people don't put the time and effort into them. They don't treat them like they do a dog. And so usually cats just left on its own devices to roam around a house. So no wonder it doesn't really care about you that much because you didn't put the initial effort in. Wow. So, because my mate Joe, his cat, well, he loves his cat. It proper like goes up to him, he play fights with it, it jumps on him. He like proper like, yeah, cuddly thing. So if it was Emily, also between the guy and the cat, then we're going with the guy <laughs> rather than the cat. Right? Yeah, the cat's fine. He's, I love that. It's like I mean, I would say he's an also. He just seems yeah. He just seems very poor at making relationship related decisions because if it's that big of a deal, then it, you know, yeah, there are other relationships. We assume he'll outlive it. <laughs> <laughs> that anyway, nine lives, they can live for it. They probably outlive the average relationship. <laughs> I like that as well. He even says, like, it's an average cat. It's not even a bad cat. It's not particularly good or bad. It's average. Yeah, I still hate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah people, people are in the comments, in case you're curious, are talking about the dog. If she asked you to get rid of the dog, with you? Um, yeah. uh, a lot of deleted comments. That's fun. Uh, people question. saying that he is the arsehole. So. I, like I like to imagine that. You know, like... Well, if I asked you to get rid of your dog, would you? And then you'd be like, you know, but dogs are different. And you'd be like pet racist kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, do you not realise that cats are the same as dogs? Uh, no. They are so pet. Species is. Well, okay, fair enough. I mean, I understand his point of view, I guess. But at yeah. the same time, you have hated anything that much. So. The, yeah, that is. Yeah. The yeah, biggest issue is, is your dog and cat going to get along, realistically? That first and foremost. <laughs> I did date a girl once who had three cats in her studio apartment, and then it was it, it, there was no question needed to be asked about where her license was because you know um, you know what a tramp stamp is, right? Yeah, she had a tattoo there of a cat, <laughs> like just just the whole cat sideways, just like a silhouette of a cat there. I was like, that is um, that says it away. Yeah, no well, competition. It's definitely the cat, think, not me. I've just I've got to just add this in because it is quite funny. Um, I was. Vaguely seeing a girl, not, I mean, not even, no, met up a couple of times. She had a tattoo of a horse, massive horse tattoo right there. Now, I don't know. If Dom... hey, you just hit your body and said right there on a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> the, right the, the bicep, like the full shoulder bicep horse thing. Mm. We're talking, it's a beast of a tattoo. And I have friends who have horses or have had horses. Do you remember Jenny? Yeah, Donnie? Rock. She was yeah. obsessed with horses. She was horse, horse person. Yeah, she was a horse person. I mean, not the kind where there's like half horse, half human, but like a person. Not, like, not a centaur. Not a centaur. She was an absolute centaur. <laughs> she could have been. She would have been. And this girl, I asked her. I was like, "Oh, so like, is this a particular breed? Is this your horse? Do you ride horses?" No, she's never touched a horse in her life. She just thinks they're cool, but not even like that cool. <laughs> she just... <laughs> Because you know, I was thinking, like, well, I guess people get like lions on their arm, which they've never seen a lion, but a horse is so <laughs> you could just go ride a horse with just the horse's head as well. Like, I mean, it looked very much like it was her horse. I, she didn't I think, as a rule, yeah, that's that's the equivalent of like having a tattoo in a language that you don't speak. It's just a bit like shout, yeah, all right, well done. 
Love it. Oh, I can't wait for us to talk about things like that. Okay, I don't even know what I'm just going to be talking about in the next yeah. episode. Um, I I really like the duck one, by the way. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> it was so gentle. Sorry, the episode there's, there's no real... problem was the episode peaked so early. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that to us. Oh man. Okay. Well, I guess we'll continue with the episode, and I will move swiftly on to the questions that I posed to you guys when we left. Did you actually look it up? And lot. interesting. I, I think I did it at work, so I did loads more research than I have previously. I was just like, yeah, this is kind of procrastinating, but also work. Okay, excellent. And you're going to not talk about zoos or you're talking about Zoom? Uh, no, it's not like, I mean, I, I've written this down from the previous one. I didn't realise how much pent-up animal knowledge I had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just really know about animals and I haven't been able to talk about them in years. Just talk about well, kitchens. Pent so up animals. That is the that should be the title of this episode, I think. Can we leave <laughs> more pent up for a second? Alistair, would you like to go first? Go for it. I can do, yes. I have some I have some thoughts Excellent. in note form. So my question was live exports question mark. So everything that you research about it comes up as it's bad. There is a lot. <laughs> A lot, a lot of people don't like them, um, and protests galore. So you have to sort of, yeah, wade through a fair bit of that. When if you Google live exports, it's a lot of they're really bad. Um, they are they're pretty bad to be fair. A lot of animals die in transit. That's basically what it is. Obviously, it's just it's just yeah, exporting livestock to different countries um, or via these sort of custom built, very dark, depraved Noah's arks kind of thing. It's um, sort of like yeah, just like a multi-story car park on a on a ship full of sheep and it's a it's a bad time basically um, yeah a lot of people there's a lot of protests and um yeah just kind of a lot of sort of went down that rabbit hole a bit really so there was found out about um the wool wool industry also pretty terrible to animals for the most part don't think that's groundbreaking news but you know i just thought they um, should it was all right actually i just thought yeah yeah, yeah yeah you wouldn't think yeah too bad that's the yeah, marina wool apparently but who who knows um, Which countries were you the, looking at? Was it UK or not? Yes, yeah, so that's that was one. So New Zealand have got quite a good track record for that at the moment. They yeah. seem to be, they seem to be, you know, they can do no wrong. But um, the UK, the interesting thing I found, I read about that, which I put down, the twenty twenty Conservatives, uh, the, in twenty twenty, sorry, the Conservatives pledged to ban live exports. Um, as one of the one of the things they said in the last election, <laughs> they they pledged that I think uh, get get on the, uh, I don't know, I feel like the people, the kind of people who hate that hate the Tories anyway, so. Seems kind of <laughs> <laughs> flogging a dead Wait horse. Wait a second. Um, I hope they export. Um, um, Cut that out. <laughs> I can it be humane? Like, can they do it so that it's humane? Yeah. And it's sort of, yeah, they could, but it's not cost effective in the slightest, so they wouldn't. So I know. I think the interesting thing that I was kind of going to pose back to you guys as a question is sort of looking at veganism and all that sort of stuff, where would you draw the line? So obviously, a vegan, they draw a very clear line. I'm not having anything to do with animal products. Very clear. But obviously, like I said, if you if you look into this live export stuff, you can oh, that's pretty appalling. But you know, then you could choose to draw the line at no meat, no, you know, no live exports, no, you know, you can only eat fair trade. Like it's just interesting when you sort of start thinking about it as like a line that you draw, right? I guess. But mm. so how guys... far does the line go? Because like realistically, it's like, oh, I don't want to eat any live animal products, but it's like, yeah, but wool is the exact same industry, and you'll have loads exactly. of clothes. I feel like I don't know how you guys are with thinking, well, this is all terrible, but I do like my cheap burgers still. Like, has it, <laughs> has it 
at all? Because like, I think like uh, oh, I always always my go-to thing of like uh, do you know like Food Inc uh, came out or you know like Blackfish all those kind of documentaries about the meat industry and about kind of like the bad practices that people do have if you just look on Peter's website it's just ter- they are just terrible company they just like jump at everything for no reason um kind of like what's she called just kind of internet troll but for animal rights but over the board overboard um but those documentaries have made people in england vegan because of practices done in america if you know what i mean and it's like it's like the meat industry is so bad it's like oh it's awful i've got to stop eating meat it's like you do realize the meat that you're eating isn't like produced in britain where like you know it's not an entire state has all the cows and all the corn apparently they have it where it'll be like you've got like millions of cows in one huge field and then next to it is like loads of corn because they just produce it straight from one to the other because it's cheap and it's like in america a and w um is a fast food burger place and it's like no like grass-fed animals with no antibiotics and like in england that's just standard really and it's kind of like you know yeah it's corn normally <laughs> and then even corn in, well, in america really feed them corn and they feed everything corn Salmon, not salmon, uh, E. coli, right? So they get e- one of the things with E. coli is because because they don't have, they're not on grass, they're just seeing like huge things of dirt. And sometimes if it gets muddy, they'll be up to like their knees in mud. So, and that's just mud with loads of cow crap in it as well. So that's where the E. coli comes from. They get it in like sores wounds, the, the udders as well and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's why. Same with like salmon off and chickens is because we just feed chickens chickens. We feed chickens chickens? Well, we used to, I think. I don't know if we do it anymore, but the reason why it's like so prolific was apparently used to feed chickens like dead bits of chicken and it's i guess like feeding humans human that prime disease i don't know something about chickens eating chickens game salmonella wow i think that's a quote from hangover three when he's like he trains fighting cockles and he's my diet of, he's like they only have cocaine and chicken <laughs> <laughs> well um, alistair just to finish up your live exports thing did you find anything positive about live exports and i'm saying <laughs> As a devil's advocate, like I mean, so the only the only thing that I was thinking that had me sort of thinking about it when I was looking at it is obviously with all these ships and everything, it kind of has a lot of harking back to slavery. Like kind of, you know, there's a lot of similarities there, I guess, yeah. if you like, with how they used to treat mm-hmm. how we used to treat them and how we now treat these animals. So I was kind of thinking, I thought, I mean, I think we've we've posed this sort of question before and had a chat about this before, but the idea of like a future generation looking back at us now and the things that they would think are as ha- as abhorrent as things that we think are a few, you know, a few hundred years ago, what, what do we look back at and think that was so terrible? Why would people think that was okay? But obviously at the time people kind of got on with it and it was it was fine then. So it's not that difficult to think, I don't think, that in the hundred years time they could look back at how we treat, I don't know, homeless people and um, you know, uh, animals on the whole as it's just completely like, why were they so morally corrupt back then? But yeah. equally, I don't know if that's actually true because obviously I'm not, obviously, Slavery was a lot worse than the meat industry. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to deny that. But, you know. I mean, anyway, I don't know. That's, only, that's only putting Not really humans... Positive, sorry, 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 Johnny. I was going to say, that's only as putting the humans as the main thing there. It's, like, it's, only, it's not as bad as slavery because, you know, they're not humans. So, speciesism. Yeah. What, species? Species? Speciesist. Speciesist. The horrors. I can't, I can't, again, I wasn't there on a slave ship and i imagine it was absolutely just unimaginably <laughs> unimaginably yeah. terrible but also because i can empathize with it more than i can't and i can empathize with the pig but then at the same time i don't imagine i'd have a very good time on a pig 
My vote is also yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Know. I, think, I think you've got to yeah, kind of. Well, you vote with your wallet, obviously. Aren't we? I think we're all. But um, yeah. but also none of us are slaves. So I, I, are we okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're going. But yeah. well, slavery's still a thing, isn't it? There's more slaves now than there ever, oh, ever has been. Yeah, there, there is. I think the problem with any of those statistics is, is there's so many more people now. That all those statistics are just completely skewed. Mm. But yeah, there, there are modern, modern slavery is real, real. Yeah, I guess you have to base it on. If you're a Primark, then you love it. Yeah, I know. What is it? It's either you got there's three things. It's, it's price, quality, and ethics. You can only choose two, you know, <laughs> with anything you get. Because really, you know, like anything produced by anything in England, for instance, everyone's got a minimum wage that they have to get. And that means you, your costs are high. Whereas, unfortunately, you go to somewhere else and it's like, no, we we can pay them nothing, you know, and it'll be more than they currently have. And on that, Ethos like, well, we're giving them jobs, so it's better than nothing. But it's kind of, yeah, it's yeah. When people are like, billions. if you really wanted to live a truly ethically pure life as a human, you would seriously struggle. <laughs> like, I, I, I applaud anyone who does who, who takes steps to live more ethically and live, you know, live a better life. But realistically, like, being a human in existence at the moment is is pretty bad for a lot of a lot of things in the, in the first world, as it were. But yeah. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so Fred, that is to answer your <laughs> positivity from that side thing now where i googled the top well these are the top five companies that still have slave labor <laughs> and we got nestle uh, oh, nike, nestle are bad nike nestle, i think everyone everyone does one that's good but, hm and walmart oh man you just i'm just reading some of the stuff they've done and it's like yeah 2016 report stated that as of december 31st 2015 31 out of 72 h&m suppliers <laughs> Were using slaves. Oh man, that's so bad. That, I, I mean, that's it's awful. I remember a This is from I used when I was like fifteen. I like to watch Gok Wan's shows, um, and one of the things I think it was from him. I swear it was. It was something like Marks and Spencer's made a comment to Primark, being like, "I can't believe you sell your clothes so cheaply." You know how bad is it going to thing? And then Primark said, "I can't believe you sell the same clothes at so much more." And it's that thing of you know everybody's you know Primark's the main one. I think of always really bad, but everyone's got a hand in it don't they? somewhere along the line. So to continue, if you'd like, Johnny, can you bring us on to probably another not so happy topic? <laughs> I mean. I the start of my research was actually about pet shop laws because when we talked about that and it was selling animals as pets is the requirements because I've, I've researched it now so I've just got to say it <laughs> of suitable suitable yeah. animals selling animals as pets they need suitable accommodation adequate food and water visited and exercised regularly protected from pain suffering and disease protected from fire in an emergency looked after by trained people. And you, they can't be too young when they're sold. So for, I think mainly it applies to mammals. So like for a lot of things, it's under eight months, you know, I'd sell them. Um, and that's with the, th- and we also talked about um, third, uh, where was it? Third party selling. And it's a case of, yeah, kittens and puppies aren't allowed to be sold third party through pet shops. It's not allowed. Um, and to be classed as an actual breeder for dogs, you need a license and you can be a hobby breeder if you breed less than three litters in 12 months, so you don't need a license. And legally, you're not allowed to um, breed a bitch if she's under one year old 
She's only allowed one litter every 12 months and no more than six in a lifetime. So there you go. Wow. Imagine you got a really old grandma dog. Yeah. You just like, and it's like, it still wants to. And you're like, I'm sorry, Bessie, you got to stop. It's, <laughs> it's totally <laughs> gross. <laughs> you're six. You have no back <laughs> legs. Well, that's very, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Although, did we find out this was only in England or is this? This is only in the UK and also 12 million people, which is 44% of households, have pets. Um, wow. And in UK regions, for like the Northwest, um, you know, Scotland, whatever, UK, um, dog is king by a lot, usually by 70%. So of all the pets owned in a certain area, it's usually 70% is dogs. Apart from London, where it's cats, that's the only place in the UK by region where dogs isn't the most owned pet. Um, and that's pretty garden size. <laughs> yeah, fully. And for in the world, the UK for dog ownership is ninth, cats is seventh, birds is 12th, and fish is fifth. The USA, USA tops all the lists for all the pets, minus Brazil with birds. So look, it's all, it's all happy, happy information. It's nice. That was quite nice. I mean, I don't know how I feel about birds being pets anymore. Mm, I've just yeah. a lot of caged birds. And it's like, mm. but is that is that dumb? Is that America by by percentage by per capita? Or I think it's like just the amount of pets. Of pets, because obviously then they're going to win because they've got more people. But. Yeah, there's no, a population of pets. So, like, they're looking okay. at the numbers of animals in that country. Well, Alistair, you have lived in China for a brief period. What's the? I have no idea. What's the pet deal in China? Do they? What's the deal with dogs? Dogs. I said everyone obviously jokes about people eating dogs. That that not right. You know, I think I saw that maybe once or twice in the whole time I was there, and they, like, it's not very common at all. Um, but people were having dogs, and obviously their dogs, dogs are actually everywhere. Um, Quite a few people had cats, if, if I remember correctly. I mean, you know, I was going to have real statistics here. Um, <laughs> didn't see many fish. <laughs> but it's not something that's talked about. Not, I mean, I think it's quite a common conversation. If if you meet a dog person, you'll know pretty quick. You know, in yeah. England, they'll show you a picture or their background on their phone, or maybe they'll mention it. Maybe, but yeah. in China, it wasn't really a thing that you came across. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, if, if a girl had a dog, you'd you know about it in the same way that. They do. I mean, yeah, people just people had quite a lot of dogs. I mean, I think it's also it's like a status thing a bit potentially. I know, like our culture is pretty pet enthusiast as well, which you always figure. I'm sure it was Turkey or something. I saw a video and it's kind of like they have like village dogs, which everyone kind of like likes having the dogs there. They're not kind of street dogs. Everyone kind of chimes in. The dogs are just free living. They get fed and kind of do whatever they want. They're like cats. But yeah, so I guess some cultures would be like don't like pets at all. Others be like. Pets are cool. On that same list, Tony, did you see the, the ones at the bottom of that list? Like, that would be quite, I don't know. Giraffes. No. Which countries have the least? <laughs> uh, no, because it was just a case of, you know, it was by, it's annoying because you couldn't search through it. It was just a case of like those four categories and then also who was the top. So you only went, yeah. you know, anything lower than yeah, that would just. Like, <laughs> no, <that> would... <laughs> Fiji has the lowest percentage of um, <laughs> dog ownership. <laughs> just like, oh, okay. Um, so, so to, to carry on, traveling circus was my thing. I'm just yeah, to learn more about it. So, there's a law which was passed in England. So, the law was passed in July 2019 and it's been in effect 
January 2020. And it's really weird looking up things. It's like, January 2020, that's so recently. Like, no, that's now last year. I keep thinking it's <laughs> now. Um, Scotland, so this is a ban on travelling circuses. So what it means is you're not allowed to have wild animals in circuses. Wild animal means it's not a commonly domesticated animal. So it can be, you know, like, it doesn't mean they've caught it from the wild. It can be captive bred. It's just that it's not a dog, effectively. Um, so it does mean you can't have like a cat circus technically if you wanted um, wildly <laughs> so, popular of course <laughs> so scotland had it in may 2018 wales is actually july 2020 the laws passed so it's in effect december 2020 so wales has just had it recently um okay i wasn't sure if it had not gone through yet yeah That's why. yeah so yes yeah, so i was looking at some stuff and which was when it was older older news as i went to page two of google <laughs> that's you know when you're really researching um yeah so there are only two uk traveling circuses in that's it so there's just two circuses of travel which had animals they had in combination they had 19 animals it's six reindeer four zebra three camels three raccoons a fox a macaw and a zebu which is a type of cow and as i've heard is they don't taste nice the meat spoils even when fresh and the taste of hide permeates through um and it's just like a cow with a really big hump i just like that one of them had a zebu and no right. one's eaten <laughs> no one's eaten it it's like someone got palmed off with it yeah when it's just like oh, just, all you're doing this one might as well start a circus with it because no one has no use for it <laughs> Like selling your cow to get rid of it. No, it tastes great. I promise. <laughs> pretty big, and that's a pretty good price. I can't imagine anything wrong with it. <laughs> I only paid five magic beans for it. So. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just love that. It was like one of the you know, like suggested things was like, does it taste nice? And then the answer was no. Even fresh meat spoils immediately. It's like I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. It's like I've never asked if like a giraffe tastes good. I never thought of it, but yeah, Zebu, uh, immediate first question. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I looked up, so obviously now they can't have domestic, um, non-domestic animals, wild animals, and looking it up, and apparently there is a loophole in the law which says it doesn't stop them from owning the animals and travelling with them, um, it's just that they're not allowed to perform with them, and kind of the travelling part is one of the worst bits, really, because you're in, like, tiny cages, but, so they could still exhibit, but then... I looked up the actual circuses, they, they were dire in the first place. Um, so one is Circus Mondeo, and that seems like they've got no animals and they've got performances like trapeze artists, clowns, uh, with kind of Cirque du, Le- Cirque du Soleil kind of thing, um, but just low budget. And the second was Peter Jolly Circus. That was the low budget of all of them. And it seems they went for the dogs and horses and clowns. And that's so there's like videos of dogs on horses going around to tent uh, and two clowns. It was great. So it's like that loophole, it didn't matter. And people had worries when they obviously like the they're like, what's gonna happen? Like when whales it, it haven't banned circuses, it was gonna be a safe haven for these traveling traveling circuses, you know, that they'd be able to just stay in Wales and keep doing the thing. And it was like, no, they, it seemed like they weren't as much of an issue as you thought. And now there's no point anyway. Oh, Northern Ireland. Imagine all the Welsh people like, I mean, I'm, going to, I'm going to botch this accent. It's like, I've already seen a circus this year. I don't want to see another one. There's like circus coming into town every five minutes, just like endlessly. It's like, I don't want to be more. Um, so Republic of Ireland, it was banned in 2018. Northern Ireland, it is not banned, but it's just a case of like, 
everything around them is banned. So realistically, it's like it may as well be because he's not going to have a circus just specifically North mm-hmm. Island. Yeah. Can we put a boat across from America? <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Well, thanks for looking that up. I like that. Um, I have a quick question for both of you then. Since it is pretty much, we agree, not cool to have a travelling circus, but would you watch a video of a good travelling circus, like a very exciting video of the animals, knowing that they've gone through a whole lot of not fun, but would you watch the video to see like what a performance looked like in the past? See, it depends you ask. For me, kind of like, I think I'm a curious person. So I feel I'd want to watch it, but I just won't make a habit of it. Do you know the kind of thing of like, you know, well, this is going straight onto it. So what is considered one of the worst dishes and the most like controversial is it's a songbird, I can't remember what it is, and you drown it in brandy, then you flambe it, flambe it, yeah, and then you eat it whole, bones and all. That's that's the dish. It's a French dish and it's considered like a sinful dish kind of thing. But it still sinful makes you curious... Morally, in the sense of like you're drowning a bird in alcohol and then eating a whole. Um, okay. And it just sounds like you'd want to try it once just to see what it was like. But you also know that's just the worst way to eat an animal by drowning it in alcohol. Is it? Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I the famous, otherwise, if you want to like the, the furthest away from veganists, like those um, goose liver pates and things where they're like wow, force wow. feed. The- to make the air fog run like to make their livers like super fatty and everything. Yeah, that's bad. Then they drown it. <laughs> and they, they drown and they fuck it. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, language was cut that one out for it. <laughs> okay, I guess yeah, because one's prolonged, but I think it's because it's it's like a dish which has been like built up around that's meant to be this horrible thing because you know you have it at the table and you see you get this bird and then you fill this container up with brandy. Watch oh, the you bird drown. It? I think so, yeah. Wow. Mm. Oh. Show, hey? Well, yeah. you know, a lot of places it's illegal to eat songbirds because people did it so much that they're going extinct. They just leave out massive nets and they just catch basically anything. It's basically trawling the skies yeah. and then they're just picking out what they want to eat and the rest <coughs> is just dead. Oh. Um, Alex, yeah. would you watch the video? Sorry, just to get back to my point and then move on. Does it have a I mean, I not. Not it wouldn't be that high on my list of like, exciting things. I think there's, I don't know. I'm just saying it's bad content. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I don't get morally. I, I just think it's not good. On, to on the level of entertainment these days, yeah. So I take issue as as the level of entertainment so high. No, I mean, so I do. I have been to a circus once, and in it was like the the mental bit at the end where they had this like the sort of circular cage thing, and then they had like motorcyclists go in and then zoom around the cage. And I remember there was there was one going around and then another one went in. And so there was two of them going around. And then I remember I, I turned to the person next to me and they got like a film and I was like, oh, there's no way they're going to do three. <laughs> and they went on and they had like eight. <laughs> in there. It was all eight, like zooming around this giant, you know, in the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that in real life, but yeah, with, with like eight motorcycles going around. It was pretty mad. And then did they add a lion or is that the end of the story? Um, <laughs> was no is that not enough, Freddie? Is that not enough? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like... like it's cool and all, but where's the lion, man? <laughs> I think I get. I feel like Alice is saying that the video could be amazing. I mean, I'm saying if it was like that, if it was something that was, like, I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah, but I would. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I feel like as a media director, I couldn't be like, oh, I, I morally oppose 
to even watching a video of a, of a circus. I feel like, you know. I like so. the idea your, your biggest complaint is more like you just don't think it's that interesting to watch in the first place. <laughs> more than it's just like, I just don't think I'm really interested in watching in the first place. Um, and like, I've seen people in motorbikes, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> my, 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 my bar for circuses is so high. Like. <laughs> but yeah, no. The reason, <clears throat> the reason I ask is just because last, last year when I was in Spain, I went to a friend's house and on television was bullfighting. Oh, and damn, yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That still exists, doesn't it? Yes. And the dad in the family loved it. And so we were watching this and I had assumed it was live. And because it was going on, it was a week of festivals at the time. And yeah, I couldn't help but watch in that morbid curiosity. And it was pretty uh, horrendous, I guess. As you, They do kind of cover it to like spare you the gory details at the end when they do the killing stab. But then the, the dad rewound it, rewound it. It was like, look how good this stab is. And I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, thanks. Then, really, it's not live. I didn't have that, that as much of a shock effect. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, watching. I, mean, I absolutely think if you had to kill every animal you ate before you ate it, then people would eat a lot of less meat. True. I would probably kill animals to eat them. Mm, yeah. I feel that's just doing it justice, isn't it? So, like, you know, I feel if you put it in that sense, it's kind of like, you know, do you deserve to eat meat? And if you're not willing, yeah, yeah, how can you, can you, you know, if you're not willing to do it yourself? I mean, this is only hypothetical, realistically, you can just buy it on the shelf. But, you know, given that opportunity to say, like, you know, go to Sainsbury's with a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that'd be a good question for maybe another week. Is that, yeah, can you justify if you couldn't kill the animal that you're allowed to eat it? Anyway, I mean, uh, to be fair, killing a cow, just shooting <laughs> the cow, killing a cow for one burger, and be like, yeah, well, okay, only hair to kill the cow to get a burger. I, I just don't know how. <laughs> I did like yeah. you and your bare hands versus a cow. You're like, well, the only interaction I had with a cow was once I was working in a in a field. I mean, my friend were clearing this rag white at this farmer's field when we were like 14, 15. And um, it was in the middle of the summer. And I, I took my shirt off because it was hot. And this cow like started chewing up my t-shirt. And so I, <laughs> when we, we were at the other of the field. And so I ran over to this cow. And I, it was only when I got closer, I realized quite how massive and bad idea it was to go running towards a cow. But I did get my semi-chewed t-shirt back. So <laughs> I didn't get killed by a cow. So that was, that was handy. That's what, how'd you get it back? <laughs> like pull it? Pardon? I just got rattled around over to it, kind of dropped it, and I grabbed it. But I thought the closer I got, I was like, Did I just risk my life to get a t shirt? I think I might have. <laughs> See, I've, I've had loads of kind of green and gross. See, one of my favorites was it was me, my brother, and my friend. And where my friend lives next to it was just a field full of cows. Um, and we put chairs out because cows are just naturally quite curious. So they'll just come up to you if you just stand in a field, and just kind of not going to do anything, just looking at you. Um, and we realized we had these three chairs, and there's probably like 30, 30 cows and they all circled around us and they're just kind of like mm, not really doing anything just looking but it was like these like huge huge animals they're all surrounding we can't see where to get out it's like this is this dangerous and then my, my friend who obviously <laughs> is just so familiar he's like growing up on farms and stuff he's just like it's fine just give it such a cow just start swinging at it and they just run away i mean they're like proper like wusses. <laughs> and 
balls, different story. But yes, yeah, so some of them, as long as they don't have calves, it's just really funny. Just like yeah, bumpy as well. I thought yeah, if, if it was cow fighting, Freddie on the on the same TV channel, if it was cow fighting, it would just be a very depressing thing to watch. People murdering a cow with a load of spears. I, I'm not saying it's not with bolts, but you know. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I thought cow fighting as in like you just got one guy against like three cows with bare hands. I mean, that'd be really funny to watch. He's doing no damage. The cows seem unfazed. God, if you want to see some justice, I mean, I, I this is a, a, again a, a gore warning. Um, type into Reddit, the bull wins, and it's just a list of videos where the bull wins. Um, what was in the bull kills someone? Yeah. <laughs> if oh, you're in they don't always die, but Maine. there's a lot of people are like, yeah, go on, cow. <laughs> <laughs> Team cow. <laughs> people who are so against it that they enjoy watching videos of the, the opposing winner. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, you know, they said like the political spectrums is not a line. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a circle that meets. Yeah. The, the two ends of the political spectrum meet at the other end. That's, yeah. I feel like vegans <laughs> who enjoy watching a bull murder a human are like, well. <laughs> you became what you sought to destroy. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys. I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to add to my strange animal welfare episode. I think um, I've got one. one thing is that for insects and fish can be delivered in the post, like uh, say about exports of bees, you get those in the post. So what you do is you get the queen and you put it in a little um, like a test tube type thing because she has pheromones or the bee. Well, usually you'll have, I know quite a bit about bees as well. <laughs> bees just chase the postman down the road as he's trying to deliver this. <laughs> um, so you'll just have a box and it will be a buzzing box. And so like when uh, a hive gets enough bees to swarm, so they've split enough, there's a new queen cell which has emerged and she'll take like a few of the colony with them. Um, well, the hive. And um, yeah, so you, you get the queen early on, put her in a box, bees will just join in, close the box up, and then you put it in the post and that's how you get bees. And so like if you want to start a hive... <laughs> You buy them online, and I just imagine how unnerving it is for postman. It's Going like, on a swarm? Do you want to? Do you want to go, go look for a new house? Do you want to join? Yeah, yeah, cool. Woo! That's exactly it. And if you in in the hive, if you don't kill the right amount of queen cells, so you just you really want to leave just one, realistically, or just not at all if you don't want to swarm. Um, is that the queens just fight each other? They'll just kill each other until one remains, and they fly away with the, the swarm. Battle Royale. So they literally they are born and they're like, right, let's kill some people and get some people with me. Um, oh, there's definitely some cool chess version of that. Oh, we should make it. <laughs> Just a thousand chess pawns, with bees. One yeah. queen <laughs> the other two with a thousand pawns and one queen and just let them have it. See what happens. The, the other thing is with bees is that sometimes the queens will go off, find a mate, which is a drone, and they they live for all of like a week or something they just mate with a queen and then they go die when it gets to winter because they're like i'm not they're not built for hives the drones they just when it gets to winter if they live a week well there is more like they just die off because they've got nowhere to live drones oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> they live a week unless it's not unless it's a spring in which case they live for nine months um, <laughs> yeah and then the queens go off make the little hive and then have babies <laughs> cool well that's, that was interesting that was interesting so just to sum up actually i enjoyed that alistair explain to us how, as we probably could have guessed, the live animal exports is ungood. Uh, <laughs> everything, we're talking benefits to, to the environment, none at all. Benefits to the animals, none at all. Generally, not a good thing to do. It's effectively, potentially, chicken slavery, and it'll be interesting to see how our children view our actions in the future. That will be interesting. Mm. And Jonathan has explained how the USA has all the pets, 
a cat circus is legal <laughs> and, and that potentially out of your morbid curiosity we would have a look at some animal circus videos although purely just to see what it was like and wouldn't make a habit of it i mean that sounds such a tame we when you've just been talking about like there's a subreddit we can see people getting killed by bulls you know what i may actually watch a video of an animal circus <laughs> <laughs> it's just about here guys yeah, we'll see. Like, if it turns out that like we get reported and people like hate the podcast because they're just like they're out there, they hate animals. They want to watch animals. Being in the future, Freddie is caught like with six hundred terabytes of animal circus videos on his channel. <laughs> <laughs> go to prison. I need to get terabytes of animal circus videos. <laughs> Even these are the most high quality videos you've ever seen in your life. 8K, I want to see it. <laughs> uh, well, with that, and you're on that bombshell, um, thank you for listening to our podcast this week about animal welfare. It's bye from me, Jonathan, and Alistair. See you next week. If you've enjoyed this podcast and actually made it to the end, please consider following us on Instagram at No Idea Yet Podcast. And if you have any ideas of topics that we could talk about, feel free to either message us there or send us an email at noideayetpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>